For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Tonight on Parliament's Steps and in Fort Street, a celebration to mark the 50th birthday of the Cayman Islands Parliament Building. The then Legislative Assembly Building was officially opened on July 31, 1972. Speaker of Parliament Honorable McKeeva Bush recalled the colorful history associated with the iconic building, which is now a fixture at the heart of central Georgetown. Where the assembly then, parliament today, was built and now exists, was on an open lot that was a park, the only park we had in the island, and that was called at the time the Princess Royal Park, um, so named for the British royal, the first British royal to visit Cayman. They called the Princess Royal, who planted a tree in the park. And I do recall, I don't recall that opening, but I recall two years later, His Royal Highness Prince Philip, the Queen's husband, um, visited the park. I was then a Cub Scout, and we all came up here to meet him. Until 8 p.m. tonight, the full two-hour program features performances and a dozen acts, as well as a live painting of the event created by a local artist and fireworks to round off the event. The celebration also includes an abundance of music, song, and dance. And just a quick note, Fort Street between the town clock and the junction of Seafarers Way, as well as Albert Panton Street to the junction of Edward Street, is now closed to facilitate the celebration. The roads will remain closed until midnight on Friday, July 22nd. The public is being advised to expect delays due to the road closures. Police are seeking public assistance to locate two wanted men. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. The RCIPS are currently trying to locate Charles Walton III and Luis Hernandez. Walton is 25 years old, 6 feet 4 with dreadlocks, and was last known to be living in Prospect. He is wanted by the police for firearms offenses. He is known to be violent and is believed to be armed and dangerous. As for 27-year-old Hernandez, he was last known to be residing in East End. He is wanted by the police for firearms offenses as well and is known to be violent and believed to be armed and dangerous. Police advise the public that neither of these men should be approached but instead call 911 if they are cited. The public is reminded that according to the Police Act 2021 revision, it is an offense to obstruct, mislead or act in such a way as to prevent the apprehension of a person who has committed an offense. If prosecuted under this section, you may be liable on conviction to a fine of $5,000 or imprisonment for two years or both. Investigators are encouraging anyone with information about the whereabouts of these two men to call the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222 or dial 911, specifically if the circumstances are time-sensitive. Anonymous tips can be provided directly to the RCIPS via their confidential tip line at 949-7777 or their website. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The benefits of a country growing its own food and how to maximize its value are the main focus of an agro-progressing workshop being hosted by the Department of Agriculture. As COVID-19 would have demonstrated, food security is absolutely critical. We must be able to feed ourselves and be able to not just make primary produce, but to have value created from what we are producing. 
Executive Director for the Scientific Research Council, Dr. Chara Watson, told participants Cayman is fortunate to have many farms well established, and in some instances a, quote, gluttony of food. She stressed that producers need to explore ways to turn fresh produce that sometimes go to waste into a usable commodity. And also Cayman has a very vibrant hospitality um, sector where you have a lot of persons coming to your shores. How do they take away something that remind them of you? Audio there courtesy of CIG-TV. Other topics being explored include good manufacturing processes, the principles of agro-processing, food microbiology and packaging. Parliamentary Secretary Dwayne Seymour encouraged farmers to take full advantage of the tips and tricks taught in this week's workshop. Many of our farmers and producers often face a challenge of periodic production guts, which lowers prices and limit their ability to sell the crops. Through training, you will be able to convert this excess into something that can be stored for later sale or transformed into a new range of products that can be sold at a higher price, adding value and increasing revenue for your operation. The course continues through tomorrow. New director for the University College of the Cayman Islands School of Hospitality Studies program, Nordia England-Prout, says big plans are underway for the program, starting with adding a water sports and recreational pathway. We're partnering with GoPro, so students are going to be learning how to uh, become divers, dive masters, scuba diving, potty training, etc. During last week's graduation for the program's latest cohort, Ms. England Prout told attendees the hope is to also implement a bachelor's degree in hospitality and tourism in the next two years. It is our intention to increase our student intake for between 35 to 40 students this fall. Now, we will also be far-reaching to include the Brack campus. The new director has been a part of the industry for the past 20 years. Since her appointment in February this year, she's had to hit the ground running. Through the ebbs and flows of leading the School of Hospitality, I remain resolute to the mandate of raising the profile and working with our internal leadership and the student life to secure suitable placements for our students. Now, this year, it's very special and 90% or over 90% of the students have been placed on internship this summer. As you heard here on Radio Cayman, 18 young Caymanians were recognized and celebrated for their hard work and successful completion of their studies during an award ceremony held at the Wharf Restaurant last week. In public health's COVID-19 figures for July 21st, it shows 26 positive cases were reported on Tuesday, July 19th, and 95 on Wednesday, July 20th. 11 patients were hospitalized with COVID-19, and of these, one was unvaccinated. The seven-day rolling average is 54, and there were six new cases in the sister islands. The Cayman Islands Cadet Corps wraps up its 20th anniversary camp after welcoming more than 35 cadets from Jamaica, Turks and Caicos, and Barbados, who joined local cadets from both Grand Cayman and the Sister Islands. Cayman Islands Cadet Corps Staff Sergeant Mika Leon. My camp experience has been quite awesome, to be honest with you. I have gotten to learn new drill patterns from some of the other cadets to enhance all the drill movements that I know. And I also learned how the cadets in the other countries operate. 
Camp Titan was held at Clifton Hunter High School as part of the year-long 20th anniversary celebrations of the Cayman Islands Cadet Corps. Throughout the two-week camp, cadets underwent various activities from culinary arts, archery, basic firefighting skills, and first aid. The kids also undertook multi-agency training with other uniform services, such as kayak watermanship with the Coast Guard and orientation training for one of the police helicopters. I would encourage people to join the Cayman Islands Cadet Corps because it has helped me in a number of ways, to be honest. At school for this past academic year, I was the deputy head girl and I was the immediate past president of my Leo club. The Cadet Corps has helped me immensely in both of those positions and helping me to become successful in those. For more information, visit cicadetcorps.ky. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.